In a time where startups are booming and entrepreneurship is at a peak, we have a service that will help elevate any business. Univercole provides graphic design services that can take your business to the next level. These services include customized logos, business cards, brochures, flyers, and documents such as letterhead to help you distinguish your brand identity. We know a lot of you are like our founder, Justin, and are starting your businesses from scratch. So we also offer brand identity packages that can include your logo design, business cards, a digital promotional flyer, customized documents, announcements, and more. We understand what it's like to start from scratch and can meet you where you are in your business. Email info at univercole.design, U-N-I-V-E-R-C-O-L-E, for a consultation and view the Univercole portfolio on Instagram and Facebook at Univercole, U-N-I-V-E-R-C-O-L-E. And now back to the Cole Logic Podcast. One second, guys. How y'all doing, by the way? Welcome back to another CoLogic experience. While I set up this audio, Testing, testing, one, two. We back at it with your boy. Sorry about that. I should have tested my audio before I started this, but some things impromptu, bro. Driving a boat, figuring out how to ride this boat at the same time. 
So, as you can see, we're back in here with another book share. And there's some stuff out the way. There you go, so I can see my face. There you go. Shout out to the queen. The sister. Sister Shahara Ali. Chapter of the Black Man's God Understanding the Black Woman. And we are on chapter 16. We are almost done with this one. Let me get these here buzz out of my ear since I'm not using them. One second. Now I can hear myself. Now, now, chapter 16 is about the other woman. This gonna be a real touchy one. It's not many women that uh, deal with the other woman if she ain't got the the type of man that'll allow her not to have to work at all. Let me turn this down a little bit more. Hopefully y'all can hear me. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. So, the other woman, chapter 16. <clears throat> Let me get some water before I start this. All right. The black man's handling of more than one woman is in a bad state of condition. The tenderest part of a black woman's life is the part that involves her relationship with her man. Even though she is not doing what he wants her to do, the fact that she is with him and claims to love him makes her territorial. She may go literally berserk if her man wanders for one night stands or develop a full-blown relationship with another woman. The black woman does not understand her role in life with the black man. She can be the woman or the other woman to a black woman. To a black man, I'm sorry. I'm gonna repeat that. She can be the woman or the other woman to a black man. Both positions have their own idiosyncrasies of pros and cons. It depends upon the black woman's perspective as to which position she will occupy. She does not know that whichever position she takes does not eliminate the other position from the black man's life. Uh, excuse me. She cannot bear, even though the 
She cannot bear even the thought of this. While she does not obey the rules governing her duties as a wife, she expects the, her man to obey all of the rules of the marriage vows or of the monogamous commitment. She refuses to accept the truth about what apparently is his nature. There is no history, I repeat, no history of the black man settling down with one woman and never desiring to have another one. Before slavery, during slavery, or after slavery, the black man has never been recorded to have just one woman. The black woman does not know that just because her man does not have another woman does not mean that he does not want one. He just has not figured out how to do it and keep the peace. He knows for an actual fact that if his woman finds out or even suspects that he is interested in adding another woman to his life, she will not give him another moment of peace until he has convinced her beyond all doubt that he has either changed his mind or wasn't serious about it in the first place. She will keep him up all night if need be until he gets it straight. Since the black woman has reduced her own worth to her genitals, she also equates the black man's value to, with his. She has an idea that sexual intercourse has some kind of divine worth to a black man as it has to her and that he should only reserve it for one woman, herself. The black man seemingly is under no such interpretation that, and is amazed that she reacts so violently to him having another woman. He knows she is jealous. She becomes furious beyond belief and may have to be restrained physically from harming him or herself. Her first charge is that you lied to me, which is followed by why didn't you tell me as if his telling her would make any difference in her reaction. Number one, he knows he has to lie because he knows she can't handle much truth about the reality of his life, much less the fact that he desires another woman but still wants her. She calls it two-timing. She would demand all sorts of explanation, none of which appease her distraught emotional state. Sometimes she demands the black man to tell her every sordid detail of the relationship because the woman, how he met her, whose idea it was, where it happened, how many times it happened, did he use protection, and will she compare dates to see if he had her on the same date and night he had her. Usually, the man will give her portion of the answers to the question. Oh, a portion. Usually the man will give her a portion of the answers to the question. If he tells her the whole truth, he knows that she possibly would never recover. She wants him to explain in, in such a way that proves that he is seduced by a horrible other tramp of a woman or that it only happened one time or that she belongs to another man anyway and it will never happen again. 
She wants to believe that the sexual encounter was brief, uninvolved, superficial, and consisted of only straight sex that was over in a few minutes. The intensity of her reaction is based on the magnitude of the value she places on sex. If she and her man are extremely good sex or having extremely good sex, she quakes at the idea that he has done the same things to and with another woman. She is subject to wreck her entire world no matter how long the relationship has existed based on what her man does with his sex organ. That made me think about Derrick Jackson and his wife. <laughs> A quagmire of examples of some of her reactions are as follows. One, she will withhold the peace. This means she may catch an attitude and stop talking to him, or she may just be evil and glare. She may walk in a hostile gate and be very fussy and complain about everything. Nag, nag, nag. Two, cry and seek sympathy. During this period, the black woman will remind the black man of everything she has ever done for him. She will try to make him feel guilty and ashamed of his decidedly outrageous behavior. She will tell her friends in the whole horrid story and they will express their sympathy about her unfortunate misfortune and agree that her man is wrong, a low-life dog, and she should leave him. 3. Let the house go to hell. She may stop cleaning, ironing, washing, and cooking. She may neglect the linen, his clothes, the dishes, or do anything else that resembles a work stoppage. She goes on strike. Four, stop taking care of herself. This means she may stop combing her hair, eating, dressing, bathing, or just let her entire body droop in a daily, nightly depression. She may rush to the doctor claiming to be worried of having a venereal disease and warns him that he might have AIDS. Five, tell his family, friends, or his boss. She calls all of his relatives and friends to complain to them about this awful thing he has done to her and what a dirty whoremonger he is. She will bellyache to all of his kinfolk pleading to get them on her side and intervene on her behalf. She will remind them of what a good woman she has been to him. 6. She will cut off all affection. Sexual relations are out. She cringes inside at the thought of him even touching her. She vows never to let him touch her again. She cannot even think of going to bed with him again because she has a visual picture of him and the other woman in bed. And she uses her imagination to conjure up the worst scenario possible. Her worst fears are picturized in technicolor reeling in her head. Seven. The silent treatment or play crazy. This means she may just stop talking altogether. If she's really desperate, she will develop some kind of fatal illness of loose control 
of her limbs and refused to walk or stand. While her doctor may not be able to find anything physically wrong with her, she maintains no matter how ridiculous she appears. That something dreadful is indeed wrong with her and she is near death. Her final pitch is to play absolutely overcome and have the proverbial human frailty of a nervous breakdown. This is her expression of pain so profound that it simply exhausts her brain. She becomes incapable of handling her rage and disappointment. She may scream, cry hysterically, break dishes, thrash about, or have a fit. She gives in to the ultimate aggrandizement and becomes burnt out. This is a periodic collapse during the worst crisis of her life. Give me a second, people. Number eight, threaten or try to commit suicide. Another last desperate move is that she will announce that she is going to kill herself and she may even try. She may take pills, cut off the gas or slash her wrist. She will not succeed. She is not trying to. She wouldn't dare deprive herself of the thrill of revenge. She just wants to punish the man and make him feel as guilty as possible. This poor, confused, beautiful creature believes that his offense is indeed almost worth dying for. Start drinking alcohol more or abuse drugs. She may start drinking excessively, getting sloppy drunk, showing up drunk and disruptive on his job. Drinking her own job, drinking on her own job or worse, she may take mind-altering drugs that make her hallucinate or sleep all the time. She will be lethargic and depressed. 10. Abuse the children. She knows that no matter what anyone else says, the black man adores his children. So she may beat them more, verbally attack them, or rant and rave to them about their no good father. 11. Hit the man, bite, scratch, or bite him. She will become wildly out of control and gets up the nerve to think she can win a physical fight against her man. She is secretly counting on his honor that he will not fight her back because of his guilt and will just try to restrain her. In the meantime, she will get in a few good punches or scratches. She might just get so carried away that she actually tries to shoot or cut him. At this point, the man has no recourse but to defend himself. Things get pretty wild and involve the police. 12. Retaliate by getting another man. He may be her man's best friend, worst enemy, his brother, his father, or next door neighbor. Any man who she thinks has a special value to her is considered. This isn't what she really wants to do, but she is so out of control that she thinks this will vividly make her man understand a similar hurt. She wants at that time to cause the most lingering pain imaginable in his life. She thinks she has to do something, anything. 13 burn his clothes, wreck his car, 
trash his office, make a scene. This means all of the above and more. When inspired by jealousy, the black woman goes into a blind rage and will destroy lives and property, including her own. She is determined to vent her anger and she wants witnesses. She must be restrained. 14. Attack and beat up on the other woman. She will investigate and seek out the other woman and attack her or call her house and make threats or hang up on her at all hours of the day or night. She will tell everyone connected to her what a low down man stealing whore she is. She will call the other woman all kinds of vile names and make up any lies she can to make her appear to be totally indecent, indecent person, a totally indecent person. There may be many other variations of her reactions, but these are the most common ones the black man must contend with in this particular event. Sometimes he has to deal with all of them in concurrently. Hell erupts. All of the above listed actions. Alrighty guys, I'm going to mute this because I have a work call. You might see me talking, but you ain't going to hear me. All right, y'all, appreciate that. Holding on. Uh, where was I? How many more pages we got?
Alright, hold on. Let me get my music back. Appreciate y'all for holding on. We coming back in this. I, mind y'all. Once I do all these chapters in the other book, I will go back and edit these videos. Repost them without all the stops and breaks and pauses. But I want to do the videos live. Anyway. Now. She does not understand that he is capable but uh, he is capable of being attracted to or loving more than one woman and because of her refusal to try to comprehend this part of his nature he is unable to satisfactorily explain to her this undi undeniable fact mm, undeniable fact amazingly the black woman complains if only he had told me or why what did I do and she thinks that it happened because of her shortcomings and her sometimes it is but not necessarily it is a rare that a black woman is totally surprised to find out that the black man has another woman because while appearing to ignore him she studied his every move she knows what he does how he does it how he dresses, what he smells like, his sleeping habits, his eating habits, his language, his ideas, his likes and dislikes. She knows his routine, his rap, his eyes and his de desire level. She will sometimes not rock the boat of the relationship if he continues to sneak around behind her back in an acceptable manner so as to not disturb the orderly life she thinks she has. She says, what you don't know can't hurt you. She also says, as long as I don't find out about it or as long as he doesn't let me know. What actually happens between the two women is twofold. The wife at home and the other woman both experience an immediate zing of terror laced with fear when it becomes apparent that all parties involved know about the existence of the other. The wife at home is scared that her man has found someone outside who he wants more than her and that he will leave her stranded and shamed without a man. This so-called outside other woman is the one put exactly on point because she is confronted with the possibility that the man and his wife might break up if they can do if they do i'm sorry i'm sorry i gotta read that back the so-called outside slash other woman is the one put exactly on point because she is confronted with the possibility that the man and his wife might break up and if they do, he will probably land on her doorstep. And if she doesn't really want him, she's got the monumental problem. Him. If she doesn't, if she does want him, she may be relieved that at last it's out in the open and he'll have to choose. She knows he has been with the other woman longer. May have children and property involved and has a financial investment in the union. So she fears that the pressure 
the wife will put on him will force him to cut her off. Both women become apprehensive about the outcome and both immediately start making plans on how they will become the winner. Sometimes, if both women are shrewd, they will both become extra nice to the man. The wife at home determined to win back his affection, which she thinks she has lost, and the other woman who thinks she finally is in a position to compete. The woman at home may become sexier in a marathon effort to wear him out so much at home that he won't have the stamina to bed down with another woman. The other woman may prep herself up to immediate I'm sorry. The other woman may pep herself up to imitate the best little wife in the world to try to show him the contrast. The black man may also be glad it's out in the open and may have a plan where each of them can live in peace by adjusting his time and money to take care of and see after both women. But never, he never gets to present the plan most appealing to him because of the erratic emotional state of both women. He has a hard time just keeping them apart. He has to deal with stop, shock, I'm sorry, fear, apprehension, increased distrust, hostility, and guilt. Both women will have varied levels of and degrees of each of the aforementioned ailments. During all of this time at home, Tormol, he still has his job, other day-to-day -day responsibilities. The children and in-laws are both on both sides. It's a heavy burden, but not an impossible one to carry. Not if the black man stays on course with the truth and doesn't give in to conventionalism. The black woman's reaction to the truth should be relief. Instead, it is turmoil and purgatory. The truth comes to shed light, not instill darkness. The darkness of falsehood is a sensitive cloak that the black woman wears to shield herself from submitting to the black man's ideas. Another interesting aspect of this trilogy is that each black woman involved in a two-woman, one-man relationship or a three-woman, one-man relationship, which does exist, it is that they tend to be embarrassed for each other to know they are sharing the same man. It sounds confusing, but it is. In other words, it's alright for the women to know their man has another woman until the women are confronted with the exact actual existence of each other. They may want to know but they don't want to see. Seeing represents too much reality for them to be able to handle. They think the other woman in a blur, no face, no body, and no personality. Once she visualizes her comp, she tears away at herself in comparisons and hallucinations of her man doing things and having fun with his other woman. Fun. A competent black man who is dealing with a wife and another woman who is also a wife of sorts learns to tackle the situation through trial and error. 
He may, if lucky, eventually get upon how to handle their mental, physical, and emotional needs simultaneously. He does this separately and rarely gets mixed up. He meters out his time, take care of any crisis that arises in either location, and may also father children in both homes. He may attend functions or go out with each woman at different times. He have a complete set of friends connected to each woman, be fond of both their extended family members, and do everything a man must do when he takes on the responsibility of two women he loves. Sometimes he is able to do this for years. Sometimes he is able to do this only for a few weeks or months before the women find out about each other. Black women like to think that their man was tricked into a relationship with another woman and does not want to believe that her man wanted another woman based on her merits or his own need. When a black man has more than one woman for the purpose of adding more joy to his life and because he met another woman who had needs he decided to fulfill, he must keep the woman under control by telling each of them the truth. Yes, he'll have a fight, but it will be temporary if he is for sh first sure that both women love him. She says she wants the truth, so give it to her. But he must walk her through it so she does not become savage and unruly. She will adjust and go for more than he thinks if she knows it's for her, her only option to continue to be with the man she loves. She is quite resilient. <coughs> Excuse me. Has some air in my chest. Ooh. She has never allowed the black man to explain his need to have another woman. She chooses to believe that his need is based solely on sex. Sex is so temporary, it allows her to justify it quickly. Part of her shock is that she has convinced herself that her man has to accept what she is shoveling. Plus, the marriage license is only legal document in America that the black woman holds the black man responsible for adhering to. She clamps down tight on the black man responsible for adhering to it. She clamps down tight on the black man whether married to him or not because she has heard of the shortage of black men and views every single black woman as a threat to her world. There is no shortage of black men. There is only a shortage of black men who meet the white folks standards of availability and qualification. She readily accepts the idea of a shortage and makes her selection from the choice prescribed for her by others. She has never heard of or met a black man who stayed with one woman for the duration of his life, yet she expects her own black man to be the first one to do so. She thinks she can change the nature of a black man through prodding, trickery, and nagging. The black man's nature is not governed or controlled by American political or social laws, including monogamy. He practiced serial monogamy. He may have anywhere from 10 to upward 
to 500 women in his lifetime between the ages of 14 and 75. It is rare to find an adult black man who does not have a lengthy history of being with other women. Several children and the emotional scars of those involvements. Good relationships are the result of longevity and familiarity. No man chooses to voluntarily keep changing women. Part of the black woman's frustration is that she is incapable of having two men at one time in the way the black man is capable of having two women. This is true. They are not equipped to handle two husbands, two sets of children, two households, two full responsibilities, or two lifestyles. Her capabilities are too different. Her desires are too focused. She is most content with focusing all of her attention and energy on one singular relationship. It is not her nature to maintain two equally involved love relationships. She can, she simply cannot do it. It is a mystery to her, to her how the black man manages to do this. She does not even understand why he would want that kind of complication in his life. She certainly cannot understand her, how her man can say he loves her and loves another woman in the same way. She thinks it must be either or, not because of the impossibility, but because it is not what she wants because she has been raised to be insecure and selfish. She simply cannot grasp the motivation of the black man's ego. She does not know the origin of love or the definition of it. She does not get this way by herself. Her own strong influence managed by, to infect the black man with her ideas and force him to start an infertile history of lying to her and pretending to play by the rules she designated. Her ideas has not made for success for him or her. She has pushed the issue that her relationship's peace with him is based solely on his fidelity. She uses other instructions to support her in her position. She does not know who the author of these instructions are, but she obeys and memorizes them just the same. Some of the slogans or instructions are, one, what good, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Two, I can do bad by myself. Three, all is fair in love and war. Four, all good things must come to an end. Five, use what you got to get what you want. Six, there ain't nothing a man can do for me that I can't do for myself. Seven, here today, gone tomorrow. Eight, no romance without finance. Nine, it's easier to forgive than forget. 10, out of sight, out of mind. 11, fake it till you make it. 12, absence makes the heart grow fonder. 13, never put all your eggs in one basket. 14, all is fair in love and war. Dang, she had to put that one twice. 15, never let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. On examination, these are some of the most popular sayings of today. They seem harmless enough. 
They have been passed down from one generation to the next. They are sets of words that need no explanation when applied to the relationship between a man and a woman. They have endured and provided people with catch-all responses and attitudes. These slogans have done more to support the black woman in her disagreement with the black man than any other memorized text. She should be told the truth about everything. Not the shuffling half-truth, but any truth that affects her life and will give the black man peace and more freedom in his life. One thing is for sure, the black man does not have to worry that he is the only one who has been lying. The black woman is just as guilty as lying as he is. The subjects are different, but the effects of the lying are the same. Disunity, suspicion, and doubt. Another area of confusion she participates in is the difference between what an affair is and what a relationship is. An affair is exactly what it suggests. A temporary happening, something attended, a thing to do, an event. In more precise terms, an affair is strictly an episode or many episodes of sex without responsibility. Fornication. Adultery, on the other hand, is sex expressed when one is not sure of one's womanhood or manhood. Adultery is sex used as proving ground to try to convince self of capability and usefulness. A relationship is a union of a man and a woman where they are responsible for each other and not necessarily financially, but emotionally, mentally, physically, and physically. I'm sorry. A relationship is grounded in reality. Life situations are met with discussions and comparisons, and there is demonstrated caring, involvement, and consideration. Certainly, a relationship presents more challenges than fun-filled frolic in the hay limited affairs. Affairs are easier, less complicated, and represents immaturity, cowardice, and lust raw passion with no real potential for love. It is a limited engagement that dies when the passion burns out and becomes impossible to satisfy. A relationship is limited, I mean a relationship is unlimited, fruitful, educational, and is filled with daily excitement. It is unselfishness and in its most desirable form between a man and a woman. The black woman and black man The black woman and the black man must get past the stage of becoming addicted to sex. The possibility of sex and the temporary euphoria of genital to genital contact. Yes, sex is big fun, but it's bigger fun when there is commitment and full knowledge of the other person far greater than face value and physical compatibility. To be selective of a mate is not being approved. It is being mature, intelligent, and considerate. The black woman must choose her man, accept her lot, and work to make him happy and be satisfied with her choice. There are no perfect choices among black women, and there are no perfect choices among black men. 
but all the choices are potentially acceptable, workable, and capable of allowing both parties to have a measure of happiness and security. Things are only right to a certain extent, and the black woman must work to achieve the fullest extent of happiness and satisfaction available to her. It is whatever she makes of it. And with that being said, we are done with chapter 16. I gotta go. Got somebody outside waiting on me. Thank you for listening. Donate, donate, donate. Hit the link at the bottom to get all of my links and contact me. I'm out. Peace.